thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Geekly Planet Podcast, where we talk about all things geek, because we all geek out about something, with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tammer, and Matthew Hample. Make sure to check us out on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now on to this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome into another weekly episode of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about things that we geek out about and want to inspire you to uh, tell us how we're wrong or tell us what you geek out about. We're not wrong. TJ's shaking his head like we're not wrong. That That's right. We're not wrong. That's right. Because the, the only reason we're not wrong is because it's all opinion-based anyway, so we can have a difference of opinion and still both be right. No, we're just absolutely actually right. Yeah, but if we tell the people that, then they'll stop listening. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, another week in geekdom. How did you like uh, Picard episode number four? <laughs> I loved it. I mean, whenever you have uh, Patrick Stewart sword fighting, if even for just a moment, it's a good doing, Yeah, you're doing something right. Um, I liked how um, basically we're, we're getting a more would, – would you say that it's fair that we're getting the more Romulan – um, side of the story in this we're one. We're getting a deeper look into Romulan culture. We've only been exposed, like through the next generation and stuff like that, really only been exposed to like the military side of the Romulan people. And, you know, now we're getting down to know more about them, you know, how they live, how their society works and that kind of thing. So I think, you know, some people are crying about it. Like, how come they don't act and look like the Romulans from the next generation? Well, because we're not at the next generation anymore. We've, you know, we're we're evolving. So, well, yeah. also, um, horrible things have happened since the next generation. Oh yeah, yeah. I.e., a supernova and uh, Mars being destroyed, and you know. Just not great things. Right. Right. So, <clears throat> so yeah, of course that's gonna, you know, big cataclysmic events like that are gonna have an effect on the people. So being relocated, yeah. you know, it, it just it's gonna it's gonna be different. Yeah. Um so we we saw some some things where Soji is really concerned with um what what it means to be the destroyer and uh, these type of things. But then we also um, had, I was waiting, I was seeing when she would show up, and I'm glad she did already. Seven or nine? Yep. Yeah. I'm excited that she's there. Yeah, yeah, as a super, yeah, I'm here for it. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> so basically... Just, I mean, all around, it's just, it's still, it's getting good. I'm just, I'm here for the slow burn. Yep. So, 
Um, yeah. So overall, you got any more thoughts about that? No, no. I think they're I think they're telling a good story at a good pace. Um, definitely, you know, looking forward to Thursday. So yeah, same. Yeah, um, and then. <coughs> You know, we, we talked about last week, we talked about the X-Men, and, and we already previewed that this week we're going to talk about the Justice League. And in related news, because it has to do with one of the founding members of the Justice League, we got a few-second clip of uh, uh, Robert Pattinson in the Bat costume for the Batman. So what do you think? Um. I wanted more, obviously. Um, you know, I think it's a good homage to, you know, he, cause from the sim, the bat symbol on the suit looks like he took the gun that killed his parents and made the symbol out of that. So, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, yeah. So I thought that was good, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I need to see more. I, I want to, you know, I need, I need to know more about the story and, so, um, I'm, 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 and you know, everybody knows I'm the Marvel guy here. So, you know, but I really want this movie to do well. I want it to be good. Yeah. And what I don't want is another origin story. Yeah, no, I don't either. And, uh, from what I understand based on different things, um, what I understand is, uh, that it's it's in the second year of his being the Batman. If I remember, if I read that correctly, <coughs> that it's in the second year of his being the Batman. So we're not necessarily going to get an origin story. I mean, we probably will get a flashback because you have to um, at some point, probably. Uh, even though I will say this, I do appreciate that we, in the Spider-Man Homecoming, in the Tom Holland Spider-Man, we haven't had the Uncle Ben death. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that helps set the stage I think that's for a scene too. I really do. Yeah. We already know we already know that. And so I think we can do the same thing with Batman. I don't think that we have to uh to rehash he's uh you know orphaned. So Yep, yep, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And so then- what we all we, we got a Stranger Things four uh, preview as well. Man. I probably and should have done those in reverse, but whatever. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> what were your initial thoughts there, my friend? Well, as soon as Allison tagged me in it, I hadn't actually been on social media that morning, and so I didn't see it. But she tagged me in something on Facebook, and so I clicked on it, and I saw what it was, and I was like, okay, cool. But then the second that they started to pan over on that guy. I was like, that is my dude. He's alive. <laughs> and I was and so happy because now I can keep watching the show. Everybody, as soon as season three ended, like Hopper's not dead. Hopper's not dead. Hopper's not dead. You know? Yeah. There's but some yeah. people who are saying, man, I wish they hadn't shown us. And I was like, why? Because uh, I, I straight up told everybody that'll listen. If, if Hopper's dead, stranger things is dead to me. <laughs> Now yeah. it's not that he—it's not that he can't die in the end, but no, thank you. Yeah. If there's more Stranger Things, then Hop better be in it. And I saw some interesting 
um, I saw some interesting theories. One was that he's been brainwashed and he's actually going to be the villain by the, by the Russians. One was he's going to be the new 11 in that because the first time we see uh, 11 after she's interacted with the door and all that different stuff, um, she's got her head shaved and she has powers. So I I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I'd be yeah. interested if that's the case. All right. Either um, one of those or or any combination thereof would be. <coughs> the the third, the third was that he went back in time, which I would be less for. Um, and the fourth thing or observation was that they're in Russia and it's set in the summer of 85. And in 86 is when Chernobyl happened. And so somebody suggested that they might be headed towards this ending in Chernobyl. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm here for it. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Still got to watch it. Still got to watch it. Yeah. And it said 2020. And so I'm wondering if that means in October ish, we're going to get Mandalorian season two and stranger things. It's a glorious time to be alive. I'm serious. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. So let's dig into the Justice League a little bit. All right. So, you know, I realized after we got done last week that we never talked about the best ex villain. So let's start with the Justice League and let's start. We all have our favorites on the Justice League, but who, in your opinion, is the best villain that the Justice League faces. <coughs> wow. Um, uh, <clears throat> man. Oh, man. Um, hold on. I'm pulling up um, somebody's name because it's hard to pronounce. Um, Lex Luthor is not that hard to pronounce. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing is you got to remember that the Lex Luthor. You, okay, well, it just depends because oh, I just I can't find it. So we'll do it this way. Um, you have uh, Dark Seed is a big one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you have uh, the Injustice League. Mm-hmm. Which is a big one, and um, and oddly enough, you have Vandal Savage, um, and some other ones that are just weird. But I would say that your two most popular are probably going to be either Dark Seed, which is very similar to uh, you know a apocalypse type situation or the injustice league, which is basically just be a inverse of the justice league, okay. which has a more rounded out villain set. So I don't know. You have people that match up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For me, I love like Lex Luthor, Legion of doom, that kind of thing. So yep, yep, know, yep. I'm going back all the way to like, you know, growing up watching Super Friends. Right. 
which is another a different team. Right. <coughs> so. And you'll have to forgive my coughing. Yeah, TJ is a little bit under the weather. Whatever virus he had a few weeks ago has has reappeared. So yeah, get better soon, dude. Yep. I went to the doctor today and gave me some cough suppressors. She was like, "It's not gonna make you better any faster, but it'll take the cough away." And I was like, "Okay." Alrighty then. I haven't taken one yet, so I meant to take one before I got in here and forgot. <laughs> so who is who's the best member of the justice league oh well that's easy it's the flash and you say that because it's the undeniable truth <laughs> what evidence do you have to support your conclusions because the the flash is the best everything uh, but here's we'll just well, let's start with this. I'll go ahead and give you uh, the original members of the Justice League. How about that? Okay. So you have Aquaman. You have uh, Batman. You have Barry Allen's Flash. You have Hal Jordan's Green Lantern. You have the Martian Manhunter, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Those are not a bad lineup. No, not a bad lineup. Those are the uh, the founding members of the Justice League in most um, uh, most you know most iterate yeah most iterations of the Justice League are those. Sometimes they leave Martian Manhunter out and just have Aquaman, Batman, and they swap out Martian Manhunter with Cyborg, Flash, Green Lantern, and Superman and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the Justice League that we had minus Green Lantern in the Justice League movie. Right. Right. So, but pretty much there has been a ton of people that have been part of the Justice League at any point. Yeah. Uh, If you're a a hero in the DC universe, you've probably been on the Justice League. At some point, yes. So... But it's interesting because, and here's why, I'll answer this first, is the Flash is the best member of the Justice League because he is very similar to Spider-Man in which he is the best of all of us. Okay. Kind of deal. Um, the Flash also, um, his powers are so multifaceted Um that uh, he can go through time. He has an, He is directly connected to the Speed Force, which, as we saw through Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, is crazy powerful. Um, and so that's my 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 thing. I think he's the coolest member of the Justice League. Um, but yeah, what about you? So, as yeah, I, I I'm gonna go Batman. He's Why? The, he's the most prepared of anybody. You give him enough time, and even though he technically has no superpowers, he still holds his own and you know isn't afraid to go toe-to-toe with with Darkseid or Joker or whatever. So mm-hmm. so yeah, that for me that that's the, the the quintessential member. And you know, I mean he quits like every other week, so 
um, you know, yet still pays for everything. So that's awful nice of him. Yep. 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 Um, here, the reason that the justice league was, wasn't, is the awesomeness is when, hold on, I'm looking something up. Obviously, obviously. Um, okay, that's what I thought. <coughs> is in our last conversation we had at one point, we talked about how DC Comics has has ruled the comic world uh, more consistently and for longer than Marvel. Marvel's was a dumpster fire for a lot of stuff. But the Justice League was formed before any of the other leagues, right? And the Justice League is what gave way to the Fantastic Four and the Avengers, right? And so because while you may like Marvel better um, or at least have a more a connection to Marvel, a stronger connection to Marvel, <coughs> the Justice League consists of the top three most recognizable superheroes of all time in Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Agree. And so, and so when you have that kind of success, sustained success for that long, um, it's just hard not to appreciate the influence. Like I said, Fantastic Four, indirectly responsible for that. Uh, obviously, obviously, the Avengers came after them. But even Marvel introduced a team of villains called Squadron Sinister that way back in the 70s. And or Squadron Supreme, yeah. Yeah, they right. both go by both. Right, which were basically analog um, – <coughs> which were basically ripoffs of the Justice League. Right. <coughs> Except an evil version of it. Right. Right. <clears throat> so you said Hyperion and Nighthawk and Power Princess and Dr. Spectrum and the Speed Demon. So you had, you know, even, even these things. And so, you know, the Justice League is, is awesome for that reason. But also I'll put it this way. Um, I agree with you about Batman is the most, I would say he's the most intriguing member of the Justice League because he is so prepared and suspicious of everything. Right. That he is prepared to defeat his friends if they try to pop off sideways. Should should the need arise? Knowing full well that if caught unprepared, he would be no match for any of them. Right. At all. Right. I mean, and I I appreciate, well, who's your least favorite Justice League character? (sighs) So... Growing up, 
it was always Aquaman. Yeah, same. Because at least the way like Super Friends portrayed him, like unless unless he was in the ocean, he was pretty useless. Yeah, his power sucked. Yeah, but you know, like with the movies and the, and that kind of thing, you know, they they explored it a little bit better. And yeah, still needed that connection to the ocean, obviously, you know, but, um, but yeah, that, that would, for me, that, that would be who, who I would vote my, my least liked. (laughs) Yeah, they, um, they definitely have done, uh, have done Aquaman some big justices in the, in the recent years Mm -hmm. to make him not that way. Right. And, uh, you know, I'd be willing if you wanted to swap out Cyborg for Martian Manhunter. I, I, the Justice League that I prefer is Green Lantern, um, Martian Manhunter, Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, and uh, Aquaman. That's mine. Yeah. Is, I don't really care about Cyborg, but that's my, my, my preferred one. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of different iterations where – you had the green arrow in, in that sort of deal as well. I just found a mute button. Nice. So that I don't have to hack up a lung. There you go. See, good job, dude. Good job. Yep. So which, which base do you prefer? Do you prefer the Hall of Justice or you do you prefer the whatever it is, the space station thing? Um, awkward silence. <laughs> See, for me, the nostalgia factor of the Hall of Justice, you know, is just there for me. That's, you know, I would love to, you know, I I think that that is is when I think Justice League, you know, I think that's the base of operations. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I actually. um, I prefer. I mean, I'm down with the space station. Yeah, um, with the uh, with the tubes, right. the travel tubes that let you get there. And the reason is is because um, you know the watchtower is what it's called. Thank you. That's why I was trying to get it out, but my. But anyways, but the Hall of Justice, and the reason is is because just like at the end of Crisis, where we talked about that they set up the table with the super friends, mm-hmm. right? Kind of kind of feel to it. Right. That's always kind of where I, um, and it's and it's mainly because of animated uh, Lego animated DC movies um, and other things like the space station. The Watchtower just seemed more serious than the Hall of Justice. Okay. But at the same time, like you said, it felt that felt a little bit more Marvel to me. It, it felt more like. And that, and it's, maybe it's because of bias, but it felt like the helicarrier type situation with Shield. Like okay. it felt, if you know what I'm saying, yeah. Like it felt more that way, 
as opposed to the Hall of Justice, which was out in the open. They were operating out there. They weren't in secret. Yeah. And, you know, but then also you have, you know, uh, other things that, that they have used uh, for a while. But I, but those are the main two. But I agree with you. I think for nostalgia factor, I think the Hall of Justice can't be beat. But the Watchtower is pretty awesome. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Do we get do we, do we want to get into sidekicks or do we want to save that for Titans? Well, because here's the thing. It's interesting because we could we'll, – we'll do it this way. Um, we'll do some recommendations. Um, and one of the things that I'm going to recommend is, um, and I don't, I don't know if it's on. Um, I mean, you can buy it and whatever it's on the DC. I would recommend to everybody the DC universe subscription service. I know it's a little bit expensive, but the Titans, which we can talk about because you have the team Titans, but then you have the Titans that has been rebooted and gritty and dirty on that. And then you, but also on the DC subscription, they have the young justice and Mm -hmm. young justice is a fantastic animated show. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And, and it basically follows mo- the members of the Teen Titans, the Red Arrow and uh, Wally West's, uh, you know, Kid Flash and in that. But basically, that's the thing is that in the DC, and I, I mean, I'm assuming they did this in Young Avengers or things like that, where they had the the lesser knowns that formed up smaller teams and you had the big six or whatever that would do that, that would do cosmic threats. But I think we talked about it before in our DC versus Marvel. One of the things that I appreciate about the stories is that DC, their uh, universe-sized stories, I I think they're so much more compelling than Marvel's. Like just the... Um, Flashpoint and all these, you know, things like these, these whole universe building things, mm-hmm. these whole universe altering things. DC has been really good at telling those stories. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I can argue with that from, from the ones that I've read. Um, you know, I think for me, um, it, it 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 when you're talking about you know the sidekicks and you know you have like the whole bat family now of you know that that continues to grow you know it's just variations on a theme and while while marvel is doing that a little bit i think they're they're trying to do it and develop those characters differently you know you have you have wolverine you have the clone that's uh, that's you know essentially his daughter, um, right? You know, same power set, but just you know, totally different backgrounds, totally different, and and they go about it differently. Um, and so, you know, for me, if if you're gonna, I I just think that the character development for Marvel, um, you know, at least recently, they've been doing doing that side of things better, you know, 
maybe yeah. better story development at, at DC, but better character development at Marvel. So that's just my my personal opinion. But, you know, I mean, you go back and, and you look at some of that, like the Bat Family. You know, you had Dick Grayson, who was Rob, the first Robin, <laughs> who is now Nightwing, um, you know, and is is seems like he's always wrestling with being in the shadow of the bat, you know? Right. And so finally you're getting Nightwing who, who is kind of his own, his own thing now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just put it this way. Okay. Um, I, I completely concur with everything about that. And so what um <clears throat> so we're going to have another episode uh like next week we're going to talk about the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And so you know the difference between the X-Men is there are so many iterations of that team. Right. But the core of the Avengers and the and the and the Justice League stay pretty similar the whole mm-hmm. time. You know with little fluctuations but <clears throat> so that'll make it a little easier, and that's why you know we're kind of all over the map. But um, well, we're that, usually all over the map anyway. That's true. So. That's true. But we did this last week, and so I want to give a few recommendations for trade paperbacks for for Justice League stories that people should absolutely read. Okay. Uh, the first on the list is called "The Tower of Babel." Okay, and basically in this one, it it it, it's what we talked about. It shows you how cunning Batman was in that he has contingency plans for every member of the Justice League, and Ra's al Ghul Ghul gets a hold of him and lets him loose. Because they did an animated one on that, didn't they? Right, movie. Yeah, yeah. So the Tower of of Babel. Tower of Babel is definitely one that people should read. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. If you watch the thing, if you watch the the crossover for Arrow, it was different. But the the comic is also good as well. Um, uh, There's one called just straight. It's just called Justice. That is really good. Um, The Dark Seed War War is okay. And Kingdom Come is good so <coughs> i've read kingdom so the, yeah so that's there's just there's just a few that are just really good so crisis but definitely if you're only going to pick up one the tower of babel is definitely one that you need to pick up okay. because of that uh like we just talked about that that whole thing is what happens when when batman puts this uh has a contingency plan for everything and what were to happen if it got unleashed? It's crazy. Right, right, right. But, so, uh, but yeah. Before we sign off, I have to ask, how excited are you for Friday? Man, I, I don't know that I can quantify how excited I am. How about you tell me how excited you are, and I will see if, sure. I'm, if I match that. I'm pretty excited because on Friday, Disney Plus releases the final season of the Clone Wars. Yeah, and man, I'm just I'm. I'll tell you this: I'm 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 excited about it because I think it's going to be good, and it's been really good. 
what I'm more excited about, honestly, is the the uh, the sequel to Star Wars Rebels. That is more what I'm excited about for the sheer fact of Sabine and um, Ahsoka Tana headed off to find Ezra Bridger. Like, I'm here for it. But, oh yeah, this, the Clone Wars is going to be awesome. I really hope that this one, they do not release one at a time. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be irritating if that's the way they do that. Let's find out real quick. Uh, what am I doing with my life? That's a good question. And I, I, it is a good question because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, with did you did you see the latest rumor for Mandalorian season two that we're gonna get Ahsoka on it? Uh, I did not see that. Um, but yes, it's just a rumor, so I don't, I don't want to say it like it's you know, for sure. But but yes, please. Yeah, it looks like um, they're going to release. It's thirteen episodes that are going to, or twelve episodes that's going to release one at a time each week. And I hate my life. Uh, Disney why? Plus, Disney Plus, listen to me. Stop it. Stop it. Let us binge. Because now I'm going to have to do it twice. Let us binge. I probably would anyway, but, you know, one a week, 12 weeks, and I'm going to have to binge the whole thing. Which is what I did for The Mandalorian. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's okay. I'll be fine. It's just now I know that I'll have – uh, Picard on Thursdays that I got to watch, and then I'll have um, Clone Wars on Friday that I have to watch. I have The Voice on Mondays that I have to watch. I have NCIS on Tuesdays that I have to watch. Stump Town on Wednesdays. So, so you're gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be okay. Okay, I just want to be able to binge things. Right. Exactly. Now the good news is, is my wife has only seen the first episode of Picard because we just we ain't had we ain't had time and and no offense I have not waited for her. <laughs> so, but so when we go back and watch it, we'll get to you know quasi binge it. So right, right, right. So it'll be good. But yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked because. Um, it's really interesting to me how well done the Clone Wars and Rebels have been. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's exactly. why people are like, I don't watch it because it's animated. I'm like, well, then you're stupid because it doesn't matter if it's animated or live action or if it's silent film or if it's uh, a novel. If it's well done, then it is worth its time, however the medium Agreed. Agreed. So, you got anything else we need to talk about? Um, no, the Justice League is pretty simple. Um, we talked about villains. We talked about our favorite, our least favorite. Uh, we talked about some stories that they should read. No, I think we're good. Okay. So we will see you back here next week when we talk about the Avengers. But in the meantime, please stay geeky, my friends. And embrace your inner geek. We are out of here and we will see you later.
you're still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>